Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfast. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just three thirty-three, or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. If you're looking for a summer lunch that's nourishing and sustaining without being heavy, try Horlicks malted milk. Cool, refreshing, energy-giving. A glass full of Horlicks makes an ideal lunch for hot, stuffy days. It'll freshen you up, give you more pep. What more? It won't leave you with that heavy, drowsy feeling that a big lunch often gives. You'll find there's nothing like this Horlick luncheon for weight control, too. Horlicks doesn't have the excess calories of a heavy meal. Try the Horlick luncheon every noon this summer and see if you don't feel a whole lot better. You can get Horlicks, you know, at your druggists in either natural or chocolate flavor. But be sure to ask for Horlicks. And now... Let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. Lum has been in desperate circumstances since his picture show, the Pine Ridge Planetarium, burned to the ground. As we learned yesterday, the old fellow had no protection against loss by fire and was left practically penniless. He appealed to his old friend Abner for a job at the Jotting Down store and was given the position of delivery boy. As we look in on Pine Ridge today, we find Lum down at the store discussing his new occupation with Grandpappy Spears. Listen. Oh, yeah, I started to work for him yesterday afternoon. And I'm glad you found something to do, Lum. I've been sort of uneasy about you. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to put up with it, though. I tell you, Grandpappy, there's the hardest man to work for I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Abner? Yes, sir. He don't let up a minute. He's had me sweep out this door twice already today. And I know the minute he gets back, he'll have something else studied up for me to do. Now, sir, that don't sound like Abner. Well, if it weren't just a case of work or starve, I'd walk right out on him. Well, I wouldn't put up with him fastening around that way, Lama. I just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't either if I could find any other job. I'd rather dig ditches than have that little varmint ordering me around. Now, what's the matter with your justice of the peace business, Lum? Can't you make a living out of that? No, no, not this time of the year, Grandpappy. Around springtime, the fall of the year, about him pick up a few odd dollars, marrying folks. But justice of the peace is awful quiet long about now. Used to, but he could do well at it. 
Well, maybe it's just you, Rum. You used to be in the boss around here, and when Abner keeps bossing you around, he just don't sit well with you. No, it ain't that, Grandpab. Now, like this morning, Sister Simpson called up here for a spool of thread. A spool of thread, mind you. He sent me clean over to her place, walked all the way over there in the violent hot sun with a spool of number 50 white thread when it was a spool of number 60 black. She's a woman. I had to walk all the way over there and back twice. Made a mistake, huh? Well, I don't know where it's a mistake or not. Wouldn't surprise me none if he never done it a purpose. Well, I do know. He just appears to take a delight in ordering me around. Especially if there's a customer in here. He embarrassed me to death in front of Ezra Seastrunk this morning. Calls me boy. Boy? Yes, sir. Boy this and boy that. Dad blame him. He better not never work for me again. Well, I can't understand what's come over, Abner. I can't neither. Here two months ago, me and him had the store here together, and I was president of it. Now look at me. A deliver boy. Yeah, it's awful come down for you to take, Mom. And you know what he's paying me? Three dollars a week. Why, that's just the same as he paid Cedric. I know it. Paying an ex-president, same as he did Cedric Weehunt. I tell you, Grandpap, I've stood all I... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, here he comes. Now, don't let on I've been talking about him. I just had to unburden myself, so somebody looked like. Oh, I ain't going to say nothing. I've got to keep this job till I'm fine. Hey, hey, what's going on in here? Get up from there, boy. What do you mean, sitting around like this when there's work to be done? Well, I just sit down to talk to Grandpap. Well, Grandpap, I don't want you coming down here taking up my deliver boy's time. I ain't paying him to sit around and gossip. Now, get on back there, boy, and get that feed room straightened out. Well, I straightened it out once today. Well, straighten it out again, and don't be talking back to me, neither. And when you get that done, why, well, sprinkle the floor down right good and sweep out again. Well, Abner, I swept this door out twice today already. There ain't no sense to just Are you on. arguing back with me? No, Abner, I just... And don't call me Abner, neither. I'm Mr. Peabody to you. Don't get so familiar. Now, get on back there and get to work. Hurry, hurry, get on back there. Now, Swan Abner, that beats anything I ever hear. You ordered a llama around that way. Well, the quicker he learns who's boss around here, the better off he'll be. Go on, don't be standing there in the door eavesdropping. I see you. Get on back in there. Yes, sir. I never would have thought he'd have took it off me. Yeah, he's got to if he works here. I'll fire him so quick he won't know how it happened. I'm paying him twice what he's worth now. Well, ain't no use to browbeat a fire, Abner. Tom's having a awful hard run of luck here late, looks like. And here you are taking advantage of it. Well, I just saying all that man that knows he could hear me. I can see the brim of his hat there in the feed room door. <laughs> I know he's trying to hear what we're saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I'm just, just trying to learn him a lesson. Learn him a lesson? Yeah, I hired him yesterday afternoon. And when I come down here this morning, why, you thought he was born. Sitting there in that chair, right back, with his feet propped up on the desk like he owned a place. Well, he always did sort of run things when him and you was partners over here. And that's just the reason I'm putting him in his place, too. Started right out this morning, trying to tell me how to run things. Two or three days like today, though, and I'll have him docile as a kitten. <laughs> well, now, I wouldn't be too hard on him, Abner. I feel sort of sorry for him. Well, I ain't forgot the times he bossed me around. This is more fun than I've had in six years. <laughs> Just the chance I've been waiting for. <laughs> uh, 
Did he say anything about me bossing around before I come in? Well, yes, he did. He sort of made mention of it. <laughs> what did he say? Well, he don't like it, I'll tell you that. No. Said you're the meanest fellow to work for he ever seen in his life. He did? Yeah. <laughs> Said you're hard. That's right. I'd give anything to hear him say that. <laughs> it's just the killing him. I just wished Evelina hadn't went back to Belleville for the summer. <laughs> I'd love for her to come in this store here. I wouldn't give old Lama good going over right in front of her. Oh, my goodness, that never would do that. Yeah. I'd just about kill him. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't go too far with him, Abner. He's liable to just haul off and quit. No, no, I've got him right where I want him, Grandpa. This is the only job in town he can find. <laughs> yeah, he's a little uppish now. Father talks back a little, but I'll have him whipped in shape in a couple of days. <laughs> and just think he used to boss me around. Yeah. I know that I still can't get used to it. Every once in a while, I forget who's boss and start to ask him if I can do something yet. Yeah, natural <laughs> you would, natural. Oh, me. i just been sitting around all day studying up stuff to make him do. I wouldn't take nothing for this, Grandpa. <laughs> him and his big talk. All them old lettered stones he's always pulling on somebody. He started one on this morning. I told him just hatch it right up. I never wanted to hear it. Abner, you are to be ashamed. Well, I'm just doing it for his own good, man. Yeah, but you're working the life out of him, making things as miserable for him as you can. Too. Well, that's the only way to handle him, old grandpa. If I don't get the upper hand of him, why, he'll be running the store here, same as he always did. Yeah, but just paying him $3 a week, same as you give Cedric. That ain't right. Oh, well, <laughs> I just told him that. I'm going to give him 10 I'll pay him what he's worth, sure. I'm letting him start at the bottom, work up. That's the reason I'm Wait a minute, here he comes, Abner. Huh? How is he doing? What is it? What do you want? Well, I got done straightening up back here, and I just... Uh... Well, you, you can sit down and rest for a minute, then, before you start sweeping out again. Uh, Abner, uh, Mr. Peabody, I was just noticing that flower back there. Some of it's been there quite a spell. Might be a good idea to put a special price on that and sort of move it out. I'll do the pricing around here. Well, I just thought you. Well, you've got no business thinking. I'm going to put a special price on the flower, all right, but now I don't get it in your head that you give me an idea. All right, but if it's me, I'd make an announcement on the party line and shave the price on it a little. Yeah, I might do that. Uh, I was going to do it anyway, though. Uh, excuse me, Grandpap, I'll do that right now before I let it slip my mind. How much you think for to ask them for it, Mom? Uh, never mind. Hot back there in that feed room. Yeah, I reckon so, moving them 100-pound sacks of feed around. Oh, I never moved none. <laughs> Told him it was already straight to sit down back there a few minutes. Hello? Peabody's John down store. Abner Peabody talking. I've got an extra special announcement to make. I'm running a big sale on flour this week. 48-pound sacks, regular dollar-and-a-half sellers for, uh, for, uh, dollar-and-twenty-five cents. Mm, listen to that. In the first place, we ain't got nothing but 24-pound sacks, and if he was 48 pounds, it wouldn't be worth but a dollar-and-fifteen cents. He don't know the prices on nothing. Huh? What was that, Mom? Nothing. I was just talking to Grandpap here. I, I want to tell you folks, too, I've got a new deliver boy now, and I can give you quick service. Anything you want, just call up and I'll send it right over. And I reckon that's all for today. Goodbye. <laughs> I go to that party line is the handiest thing at all. I'm showing these folks around here how a grocery store ought to be run. Yeah. Yeah. 
But the man at the head of it now knows the business. Good thing I've got hold of it when I did, too, and they seem to be in wrong. Man, like they've been bankrupted by this time. Uh, wait a minute. Answer the phone now, boy. You mean you want me to answer it? I'm looking at you, Anna. Get out. Get a move on. You act like you're a hundred year old. Hello? You jot them down, stores. I'm Edward Fresh. Uh, hello? Good thing you can. Yes, Mom? I don't want anymore. Why, sure we can. What is it you're needing? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> what else? <laughs> All right, I'll get it right over there. Yes, Mom. All right, thank you, Mom. Now, Abner, the widow Abernathy needs a can of bacon powders right away. Says she's waiting on them to make biscuits for supper. Here, take this can and get it over just quick as you can. Hurry. Uh, 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 what did Abner Yeah, hurry up. Well, I'll see you after a while, Grandpa. All right, Abner. <laughs> Granny, look at him go. Yeah, he's aiming on getting that deal ever in a hurry. Well, <laughs> funny part of it is he forgot that I'm supposed to be the deal ever boy, and he's taking it over his head. Why, sure he has. Well, that's a good one on him, ain't it? <laughs> Not only that, but he's taking her bacon powders and she ordered soda. <laughs> so now you'll have to make another trip. I figured I'd figure that. <laughs> well, Abner's been taking orders from Lum too long to change at this late date. And now, let's hear what Mr. William G. Baldwin has to say about Horlick's malted milk. He writes from Elizabeth, New Jersey, as follows. We have a daughter not quite ten months old. When my wife came home from the hospital, they recommended a baby food that is quite well known. But that didn't seem to help the baby in the least. She didn't gain at all. So I decided to do the buying myself. I bought some Horlicks, as I knew all about your product. My mother always used it when we were kids. My wife and I have been feeding our baby Horlicks for several months now, and she's the picture of health. Here's wishing you every success in the future. Well, thanks, Mr. Baldwin. Glad to hear you found Horlicks so helpful. There is abundant proof that the lives of many infants have been saved by Horlicks when all else has been tried and failed. Also, thousands of adults have used Horlicks for many years as an easily digested, nourishing, and sustaining diet. This is Carlton Bridget, speaking for Lum and Abner and Horlicks. I'll bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at this same time.